Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Man, show friend of the show, FDU Knights head coach out of Hackensack, New Jersey, a Jersey guy, the one only Greg Corinda on the Boss Man show. How you? How's it been, Coach? What's up with you, my guy? <laughs> I tell you, Jersey's the place to be. The last week, man, Shy got it heated up, and uh, it was a great ride, and uh, everybody jumped on. And I mean, I went to St. Peter's Prep. So St. Peter's Prep is a I'm one of the best academic. I don't know how I got in, Jr. I got to be honest with you. But it's a great academic school, and it's probably a mile from St. Peter's College. St. Peter's Prep is right on the river overlooking, back in the day, the World Trade Center was getting built when I went to school there. Um, and you can see the Statue of Liberty, uh, now Freedom Towers, and then a mile up Montgomery, you you run into St. Peter's College, and if you run too fast, you run right by it. You know, it's it's a small Jesuit university. It used to be called St. Peter's College. Now it's St. Peter's University. And uh, I went to my first camp there. Bob Hurley, Coach Hurley, ran a camp at first at Hudson Catholic, and then he brought to St. Peter's. And back then, I thought St. Peter's was the biggest university ever. It was the first campus I was ever on. But as the years went on, I realized how small and how, um, you know, just like people just drove through it and buy it. And uh, now St. Peter's basketball with Shaheen Holloway has really put it on the map so that guys like you in Atlanta and people all over the country, you know, know about it. And uh, it was really special. It's been a special ride. I'm really happy for the university, for Shaheen, their players, um, and, and the whole state of New Jersey, but especially Jersey City. And the culture renders, Shaheen talked about how you recruited him, how you'd be outside of his house. He's like, dang, G, I, do you hear it, G? He's talking about how you recruited him Seton Hall. Talk about recruiting him as a young man. Come play for Seton Hall and you're all yeah. bond from, from his been a kid to now. Well, it's important to realize that Shaheen was a he was a household name in the metropolitan area. Back then, it was Shaheen Holloway. Everybody wanted him. Everybody wanted Tim Thomas, who wound up going to Villanova. Um, and there were a lot of – Ron Artest, they were all in the same class. And I recruited all those guys. 
but recruiting Shaheen was like, initially it was hard because I, we just got the job at Seton Hall. So I jumped in the summer of his junior year, which, as you well know, is really late in the process, especially now. Guys are already, you know, deciding by then. Uh, so he was kind of standoffish, kind of like, you know, man, who are you? What's the deal? He was feeling me out like any New York City Queens kid would do. And then he found out what you found out, that I'm real, you know? And then I was just, yo, man. You know, like, I never thought he shot the belt ball well enough, so I kept on saying, but you got to shoot it better, man. If you're going to be this size your whole life. And so I never told him how good he was and how great he was, and I told him what he had to do better. And uh, he always had a great self-confidence, so do I. So we kind of are a kindred spirits, and we've kept in touch, you know, ever since. We got let go, and then he went to the Sweet 16, his backcourt partner was Ramontis Caucanus. I got him, too, out of the Finger Lakes in New York. He was a kid from um, Vilnius, Lithuania, became a starter, uh, JR, on the Lithuanian Olympic team. So I got that, that backcourt was like mine, or really ours. Coach Blaney was the head coach, but those were my guys. And then we got let go, and, and then they went on and went to the Sweet 16 when he was a player. Um, and now as a coach, we played each other, my wife and him, or they, they love it. They just always say they love each other because, you know, we were family back then and we're family today and I'm just happy for him. I really am. No doubt. I remember watching those games, Coach Sorenda over in, in the, Med the Meadowlands used to play it over in the Meadowlands before they That's went right. to Newark. So I enjoyed watching the biggies as, as a kid. Uh, the MSG with St. John's, you guys at the Meadowlands, Villanova at the Wachovia Center. I don't know what it's called these days, but Wells yeah. Fargo Center. Yeah, Wells Fargo Arena, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was down there. Yeah, so you know the, you know, yeah, you know the, the, the drill and you know the area, and I'm not surprised what's going on, you know. I, I literally think, I'm going to go on record on your show as saying that, like, I, I think he's like, transcends just basketball like he's you know Seton Hall won't be his his last stop I, I I hear I feel him being a Nick coach or the net coach I think he relates to you saw how people started following him like Magic followed him and um trying to think of another great great old school pro uh you know Charles and those guys Kenny on on a, I think he transcends college, like basketball into professional basketball and to you know, Olympic basketball. So I, I think this is just the beginning of people, the coming out party uh, for Shaheen Holloway. And we, we've talked off offline, him and I did, with taping the show, and it's, it's such, a, such a real dude. Like, this is a real dude. Like, I was like, yeah, you yeah. was a real cat like I am. So he's talking like there's two regular real cats off the no, air. Yeah. Then we get on the air, like, it's all good. But it's like, it's like this dude is, so I don't want to play for a guy like Shaheen because he's a real cat. Like, you know, I came yep. from tough part of Atlanta, so he's tough part of Queens. So we had that right. bond. We both can kind of know where we both came from. I'm down here, but he's up there. So it's the same kind of bond we had off air there. No, and you know what? You're, you're so right. And then also, he can hang out with the white suburban kid that comes up for an autograph, you know, with his mom and dad. Like, he's a man of the people, yes, you know? Yes, And uh, I think that's something that really has – a lot to do with his success because, you know, you know, Doug Edder, 
uh, or Drame or uh, the Defo, don't matter where they come from, they relate, they relate to him. Uh, and I think the same thing will happen when he goes to the Big East and then beyond. So it's, uh, I think real has never been out of style. <laughs> you know 100%. what I'm saying? <laughs> it's never, it never goes out of style and, and phoniness gets sniffed out, especially in this day and age. These kids uh, or young men are really smart, you know, and Shah was always street smart. Like he could always, I'll never forget. Here's a good story for you. We walked in back then. It was called the Continental Air, Air, Airway. I know, yes. Continental <laughs> Arena. And I'm showing him like the, the final four. He goes, gee, you had nothing to do with that. Right. Like, like that to me. Because it was PJ. And I, I go, yeah, I know. But that's what, you know, instead of like backtracking, I'm like, yeah, I know. But that's what you can do here. Like he's so like you cannot. Um, BS uh, Shaheen, you can't BS the great ones, and he's a great one. And it's uh, it's too bad because as soon as he committed, he was recruiting. You know, he tried to get Timmy Thomas, who went to Villanova, Ron Artest, um, wound up going to St. John's for a cup of coffee. Um, I'm trying to think of the third guy that we didn't get, but we got Ramontis, but there were just a ton of players in the area, and he was like, yo, man, every gym that shot played in when he was a kid, whether it was the Gauchos or he was, you know, out in Elizabeth or he was in the garden, he, he was the focal point of the game. And he wound up winning the MVP of the McDonald's All-American game. And Kobe was on the floor. I mean, so it's the cat is big and uh, but he's in a small body and a small bottle. But it's there's a lot, you know, there's a lot inside that bottle for sure. And I love his true raw emotion, Coach. Like, it's not fake. Yeah. He really oh, no. in that invested. Like, some people are like, I, I love that he actually looks, the calls get to him. He, he's really engaged. I love that because some, you know this, Coach, some coaches are just stiffs. But shout right. out stiff. He's real with it on the court with the referees. He shows how, how he really feels. When his coaches team up and doing what he's doing, what he's doing. Skin schematically wise as well. No, no, no. You're, you're spot on. And I think and I, I, you know, I'm not like, uh, uh, what's the guy, Nostradamus, right? But I, he ain't changing either. You know what I mean? Like that, like the day he changes, the day I pick up the phone and say, Shaw, what what's wrong with you, man? And I know I'm not going to have to pick up that phone because he's, he's, uh, but he has matured. Like he has matured. Like now his whole delivery to the press and, uh, his his whole demeanor is now, you can see there's a maturity process. Like when, when he was 17, 18 years old, I saw him in some games and some really tough, you know, the tough AU games when it gets heated, uh, he got ultra heated and he had to kind of dial it down a little bit. And, uh, but where he is now is just in a really, really good place. And, uh, it just happens that the whole world was watching what he did, you know, and that's that's the beauty of this this tournament, man. Really, it's uh, it brings out the best in people. Sometimes it brings out the worst in people, uh, but for the most part, you see the best, and uh, that's what you're seeing right now. No doubt, and I feel like Jersey is a cool place. I got so many friends in Jersey. I like coming up there when I'm up there when it's not too cold, of course. <laughs> yeah, oh man, it's freezing up here, right? I can't wait to get down to Nola. It's like freezing up down up here now. But uh, you're right. No, it's a you know what? It's a real place, and it's not easy. 
You know, you got to fight for parking space. And if you're not from here, you know, your GPS might not work. If you're from Atlanta, you know, there's a lot of ways to get around. You watch the Soprano show and everybody drives, you know, by the turnpike. And, uh, but there's a soft side to Jersey, man. Once you're in it and you're part of the family and you're a part of the bat, we've had a lot of really good players. Like I remember going, we recruited Marcus Towns, who who won a championship for us here, and then transferred to Loyola of Chicago and played on the Final Four team. Um, but on his team was uh, the big boy, the big cat. Ta- um, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Towns, the big Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony was on his team. So you were in the gym, like, recruiting Marcus, and then Cal was there, and Self was there. And, like, you know, you go to St. – you know, you go to all these places, man, and it's just, like, everybody gets there, and everybody's like, okay, man, this is where you need to be. And uh, there's nothing wrong with – you know, there's a lot of great players from Atlanta and New York. But in Jersey, it's kind of like they're these old gyms that uh, are hard to find, but when you get in them, uh, you find a lot of good players, and uh, you know I'm sure he'll continue to recruit those kind of players. Yeah, and I love coming to my. I got friends of Montclair, of course. East oh, Orange, forget yeah. Gamboy, a guy in East Orange. So yeah, that Northern Jersey area is. I'm pretty. I'm good riding the NJ Transit coach. I'm good at the NJ Transit. I got that down fat, coach. <laughs> and you know what, man? You can eat well up here. You got to watch because. I know Atlanta's got a good, a lot of good grub down there, but up here, there you can't go wrong with the Italian restaurants, and uh, there's a lot of, you know, Philly's got the cheesesteaks down the road, and uh, but there's just good spots to eat and uh, good spots to hang out, and then, then you got the city right across the, you know, the river. Then you got the airport that's always here, so you can get people in and out. So it's really. Uh, you know, it's a special place. It's home, man. I was I was born in Jersey City, where St. Peter's is, and uh, my grandfather played professional basketball. He was inducted. I'm going to send you a picture. My grandfather was inducted to the Brooklyn Basketball Hall of Fame with Willis Reed. Wow. I got a great picture. My grandfather was born in 1899, so they were playing professional basketball before the NBA. Uh, he played professional baseball with Lou. I'll send you another picture with Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth. Wow. So the so the history of my family is huge, but the history of sport right in this area, because back in the day, man, you know, it was New York was the place to be. And then everybody branched out um, as the country kind of grew and blew up. But it's it's uh, a lot of history, a lot of history up here, man, a lot of history. I got to tell you, Coach, I love your sport coat game. I I, I want to get oh. something like you, man. Hey, you were clean that sport coat That's with tight. Roy Williams. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed that. I was like, man, Coach Arenda is getting it in, man. I love those oh. kind of sports coach. See, 
Think about the, with the pandemic, we all wear these zips now. We wear quarter zips, so I don't even dress up anymore. That's right. That's but right. There's quarter zips like now in, in slacks and sneakers. But when I had to dress up, man, I love me a good suit separate, throw me a nice little shirt with it, leave the, leave the, leave the tie on button. But I saw I said, man, you're doing it. I loved it. I love that sport coach you had, man. That's well, you know, I, well, I appreciate it. Every once in a while, I got to bounce something out there that, that works. But I'll tell you the story real quick about Roy Williams. This is a great Jersey story. I'm walking out of Fairleigh Dickinson University, and this is like 25 years ago. And Roy Williams and Lou Dolson are looking for a restaurant. And somehow I was right next to him and I said, there's a place, Amarone's, right up the street. I gave him the directions. And they went the next day. This is when, like, LeBron was playing and Tracy McGrady. All these guys were playing at FDU in the ABCD Adidas that Sonny Vaccaro was running. The next day, Roy Williams comes to me and he goes, Coach, that was one of the great restaurants I've ever eaten in. I can't thank you enough. So I told my mother that. My mother that night made cookies, right, with, with powdered blue sprinkles and gave them to me and said, you make sure I love Roy Williams. You give them to Coach Williams. So the next day at the camp, he was leaving, getting in his, in his car. I ran. I go, Coach, Coach, these cookies are from my mom. She wanted me to give them to you. About a week later, JR, there's a letter in my mailbox, big letter, heavy. It was the media guide in North Carolina and a written note to me and my mother, or really to my mother, thanking her for the cookies. Now, that's 25 years ago. I see him on Sunday at St. Peter's Carolina game. First thing he says, Greg, I saw you win. The he goes, I don't know if you are a good coach, but guess what? I know your mom makes good cookies. How is she doing? And my mom passed away in 2007. And I'm like, this guy remembered 25 years ago, my mother baking him cookies. And like, I'm like, God, this is why I coach because of the great people that I meet and that the, the, the relationships that you build just by directing somebody to a restaurant, you know, in, in, in Teaneck, New Jersey. And Roy is a class, class act, man. And I knew him down at, when I was at East Carolina. I was the associate head coach. He was at North Carolina. We would bump into each other. And he doesn't have to talk to me, but a special man and a, a really, really good person. So it's like, so I had to have the sport coach to look. I didn't know I was going to meet him, but I knew I'd meet somebody. And no doubt. meeting Roy was, uh, after 20-something years, was, was really, really cool. Now, Coach, you know, um, you guys got spring practice coming up here real soon for workouts. So tell me about that. Uh, tough year for you guys this year. But uh, yeah, as you as you all look to bounce back in 2022 or 2023, what's on the horizon for you guys this spring for, for workouts? Yeah, you know what? We're on the other end of – like the transfer portal. We were involved with some really good players, but to be honest with you, the way we did it this year, it hurt us this year, but it's going to help us moving forward. We brought in seven freshmen. My thing was, if we can't get really good kids out of that transfer portal and really good players, I'm not going to waste those scholarships. So we have six freshmen. Three were on the all-freshman rookie team, and one was the rookie of the year. So moving forward, we've got a really good group, and it's very similar to the 2009. We won it in 16, 19, 
Uh, we usually wait a few years, give everybody else a chance to win it. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Well, we're gonna win it. We're gonna win it again, man. We're we're you know we're talented. We're young. I love the group. They're working out and getting after it this spring. We they know that we're a championship program, and that's our goal. And this year, you know, we didn't reach that, uh, but we're building towards it. So it's uh, the spring is good. It's you take a deep breath. You get bigger, stronger. You work on your uh, weaknesses. You advance on your strengths, and uh, you know. And I tell these guys all the time, man, watch all these games because you're going to be in them. You know, you're going to be in these games. And and it's all relative, man. When the, when when Duke and, and Carolina are playing, guess what? Next year, we're going to be playing in the semis, you know, against Wagner or against St. Francis or Brooklyn. And it's going to be on national TV. But it so be ready to enjoy it. But right now, understand you got to work towards it to get better so that when you do get in those big games, you know, we'll win them. So our, our kids are great kids. They're studying hard and. I love them to death. And uh, Coach, how's your radio show going? I know you have, you have your show. How's that been going for you? You know what? We've kind of put like a little pause on it since COVID. So we've kind of changed it. But I did pick up Roy the other day. I said, Coach, this is classic. I said, I don't call him Roy. I said, Coach, I have the radio. He goes, no, I know about your radio show. He goes, I've been on uh, uh, King Rice's. I, if I'm doing Kings in New Jersey, I'm doing yours. So I picked up Roy Williams for my for my radio show. Um, so it's it's kind of since COVID, everything's kind of been closed on campus. It was just more difficult. So I think we're going to start it up um, again. But I've done over 200. I think it's like 230 shows, bro. Wow. And and that that's on top of being a you know a head college division one basketball coach and I I get every guess myself except for one um, and my favorite show I got to send it to you I've been looking at them I don't know if you ever saw it but it was David Barrett now do you know who David Barrett is I don't you have to you did let me know good David Barrett not many people would know this is the producer and the songwriter of One Shining Moment. Oh. On the show, he had a guitar right behind, like, where you have that wood. He had a guitar, and I said, Dave, could you please strum me a few bars of One Shining Moment? He did it live on the show. He sang it with just an acoustic guitar. When I tell you I, I'm getting goosebumps now, you got to watch it, man. It just brings it back to like his story is incredible because he was nobody trying to just make it. And the story of him producing and writing that uh, song was incredible. And when you hear him just strumming it with nothing around him, it's like it really gets to you. So, yeah, that's another part of my life that I love, man. And I know you love what you do, but I, I, I love getting – I just love communicating with people and connecting with people. And, uh, you know, that's fun. And that's, that's how you get recruits. You know, that's how Shaheen getting back to our, you know, main topic. That's how you get great players, man. You get great people. And Shah's a great, great person. You know what's funny on his business coach? I remember being a young punk, uh, nine years old, and <laughs> listening to Jim Rome, right? Oh, Super Bowl. I got to meet Jim Rome, 
And because that was one of my inspirations being ready. I, I like Jim Rome style. So oh. getting to meet Jim Rome, a dude yep. that was two thousand nine year old punk in the hood of Atlanta, <laughs> telling that, him that story. <laughs> like that is very have you had Jim Rome on your show? I have. I met it for the first time at Super Bowl in LA. I met it for the first time. I've I've been on his show twice and he was on my show once. You gotta check that show out. Very, very cool. And just real, didn't have to do, you know, Jim Rome is, I mean, he's the, you know, the jungle and the whole deal. He's the man. He was on my show and he was, he was awesome. I had Jay Wright on twice. Is I had Tom Izzo, Frank Martin, who just went up to UMass. Oh my uh, God, Frank Martin. Frank is the man, you know. So he was an assistant with Hug, Hugs at Cincinnati when I was at East Carolina and we were battling in uh, Conference USA. So as you well know, man, and your fans know this, it's one big basketball mosh pit of people, you know, and that's that's what makes you great. No doubt, Coach. You know, I was telling people this the last week, Coach, like for me, I've been doing this for going on my 13th year, Coach. Started wow. in 09, right? And for wow. me, growing up the way I grew up, to be able to talk to Dominique Wilkins every day, or yep. speak speak to like Tony Delk, who I was a ball boy for. Uh, you, know, you know that game, Arkansas, Kentucky at the Georgia Dome yep. in '95. I was yep. a ball boy for that game, Coach. Stop. So Tony Delk and me are now friends. I hang hang out with this this guy who I was a ball boy for at eight years old. You know, That's so nuts. all these different things like Rodney Billups is a friend of mine, Thompson Billups, whoever thought I'd be friends with these guys. So for me, right, I'm living a dream because the way I grew up, Coach. I was, I'm not supposed to be doing this coach, but I, I am because of hard work, dedication, and drive, and just being being who I am. So That's for right. me, I'm living a dream, coach. I'm just pitching myself because people I'm around have thought I would meet in my life. Yo, Dom, now this, this is crazy. Now, I went to five star basketball camp. Dominique was on my team at five star in 1978. Wow. Okay, Mitch Bonnegan, now he won't remember me, but I remember like, and, and he called himself Dom back then. It wasn't, you know, like when he introduced himself, I'll never forget our coach, Mitch Bonagoro said, all right, let's go around and introduce each other so we know where we're from and what awards you might have won, right? So I said, yeah, I'm, I'm just a shy kid back then, just like everybody. I'm like, yeah, I'm Greg Horenda, and I, I go to St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City, and I was, uh, you know, Honorable mention all Hudson County as a sophomore. Well, like, it was big because Hudson County is where the Hurleys are from. Like, you know, it's, it's big. So Dom, Dom stands up. It's classic. And it's like at night and you just look up and he looked like he was like 10 feet tall. He says, my name is Dom Williams. I'm from Washington, North Carolina. And I'm a first team Street and Smith All-American. And I'm like, oh, shit. On the right team, man. Yeah. And we lost. We lost in the finals to Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie, who was the draft pick ahead of Michael Jordan, Trailblazers with the Trailblazers, and but they had a guard by the name of Rocket Rod Foster, who played at UCLA back then and was just flying. But but Dom, man, that's that's cool. So cool that you can hang out with the. Uh, the 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 human highlight film man that's what he was he was 
That's very, very cool. Another guy who I was a fan of as a kid. Like, I never thought it. I was I like, Coach, I couldn't afford to go to the Omni to watch a game. Right, as, as, right. As a, as a kid, right? So I'm watching him on TV. And because, I, Coach, I grew up three miles from the Omni. So I yeah. was very close to it. But I couldn't afford to go right to a there. game. And now every I see him every day. Like, That's we can talk about life. Basketball, TV, entertainment. It's same with Vince Carter, who's around every day now. I, I never would have dreamed this in my life. Being a yeah, no, no, no. It's like Atlanta. <laughs> you are you are a charmed cat, man. Yes, but you said it before. Guess what? A lot of people want to do what you do, but you know what? It's a lot of work to get there. You got to you got to just persevere and get through a lot to get your own show and to get your own Division One job. You know, it's a it's a long, hard road, but when you get there, it's 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 magical. And I'm glad that you're uh reaping those benefits, you Coach, know. Coach, four years, two to six six AM. Me, the deer and the, the truckers, <laughs> four years <of> there. <laughs> the graveyard yep. shift two six in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, like, yeah. It's good. But you took know all what? my lumps then. But those four years you wouldn't give back for anything, man. That I was sure would. That's what, that's what, you know, you made your bones there. That's how you, you know, you developed it. And, and you'll, you know, all, all the, all the great ones look back on the beginning and it's like, that's where it started. People look and say, oh man, you're a division one. What, you know, what do you do? Oh my God, you have no idea of the hours of driving. I recruited a kid called Gary Duda, scored 2000 points at Merrimack. And I was living in North Andover, Massachusetts. I would drive to Philadelphia which was a six-hour drive up and back once a week just to watch the kid play. You know, and when you go to Philadelphia from Massachusetts, you got to drive through Worcester, Hartford, Bridgeport, Stamford, New York City, all, the whole state of New Jersey, get into Philadelphia, get the Conshohocken, eat, find a parking space, and then when the game was over, do it again, and then get up in the morning and go to the office. So. You know, that, that, those, you know, same thing with you. Four years of just getting up in the middle of the night when no one in the world knows, you know, what you're doing and why you're doing, but it, it pays off now. And uh, I'm glad I don't have to do it again. But every once in a while with my assistants, I'll say, come on, man, we got to go. And I drove to Ohio. I'm driven, I love driving because I just put on the radio and I remember listening to, like, I wish I could have got you back in the day on the radio, but I used to listen to, like, Freddie Coleman, man, you know, Freddie Coleman was always on like at one o'clock yes, in the morning. always late night Freddie Coleman, yes. Ah. And I, I would just be like, okay, I got Freddie. And then I would I would get out of a major city and I'd lose him and I'd get him back. It was, it was uh, Coach, I remember driving to Memphis in nights and back, Charlotte, Indiana, I, Orlando. Before I got settled one in place. I was living that life too, covering these games. So I remember that coach and Freddie Coleman's always on the radio for me. And the Ben best. Maller or JT, JT, JT the Brick, always yeah. on. So I heard coach, yes. don't let that drive. I, I, I'm with you, coach. I, I know how it was. <laughs> We're in the air everywhere. <laughs> that is funny. Well, listen, JR, I got to get flying, man. I got to, I got actually tonight. Let the truth be known, I'm going over to the NIT as we tape this. My boy, Steve Curran, is the assistant or associate head coach at St. Bonnie's. I recruited him to Merrimack 
they're tipping off against Xavier and I get to get over there and see him before the game. And uh, I just love staying involved with like, so Shaw was coaching at St. Peter's, Steve Curran at St. Bonnie's, Darren Savino. You got to get him on the show. He's the associate head coach at UCLA. I'll do that. Uh, uh, Maurice uh, Mojo from uh, Richmond and Darius Stokes from Richmond. So, like, late here in the year, I had a lot of really good, uh, really cool cats that are in the tournament now, you know. So, I'm going over to the Garden tonight to check out the NIT. So, uh, it never it never stops, JR. Never no stops. doubt, Coach. Well, Coach, hope to see you in, in New Orleans. I'm heading there tomorrow, on Thursday. So, look we'll forward to it. No doubt. Coach, hey, you, you my guy, man. See you soon, brother. Peace. Thanks so much, brother. All right, now. That was fun, Coach. I'll see you soon, brother. You got it. I, I'll, I got your cell. We'll just text, but we'll definitely get together. We'll grab a, uh, some shrimp. Uh, what do they, what do they got down there? What do they call the shrimp? Uh, Crawfish. Uh, sh yeah, do some of that. Yeah, we will. We'll get it going. And you got to introduce me to some of your friends down there. I shall. I got you, brother. Hi, right, boy. Thanks, Jr. Be well. Bye, bye. Bye now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.